0: Welcome to Earn's World, <laughs> hitting you over the head one bop at a time. When it comes to the sh we do, there's no comparison. This, the this, this is the Earn's World podcast. Hosted by DJ Earn One and Diff You. What, what, what it do? There's a culture shift, and we're the culprits. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dick
0: Alright y'all, welcome back to the Earns World Podcast, it's your boy DJ Earn one And it's your boy Diff, you. And I pray you will be coming to y'all from Portland. And I am starting to lose track of what episode we are at, so you're going to have to guide us on this. Oh, next. this is going to be episode 24.
2: We've really been on a roll. Once again, appreciate y'all. Here in
0: effect, with another one. Facts. Yeah. How I you mean, been though? Uh, sorry, right. sorry, it's only about, it's technically Thursday now. Happy birthday, Steve. Oh, yeah. Shouts out to big bro from another mother. We were just on FaceTime with bro, and he was like, yeah, it's my birthday. I was like, bro, what are you talking about? I was like, it's the 14th. Well, he was speaking based off East Coast time. And I was like, bro, I know. Did not forget your birthday, man. Like, then I was like, don't do that to me. (laughs) I was like, because it was almost midnight over here by that time. So I was like, yo, I forgot your birthday? I was like, no, definitely not. But, yeah. Happy birthday, Steve. Yeah, man. Shouts out to him, man. <clears throat> you say he out in Colorado right now, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Kicking it with one of the homies. Shout out to Nathan. Shouts out to the people. I don't know who they are, but shouts out to him.
2: You know Nathan. Nathan Neatris? Yeah. Hold on, he's with Nathan Nitris. Nathan lives in Colorado. Tell the fuck out. Hold on, hold on. Y'all didn't say none of that. Because the whole time when he said Nathan... Who else would he be talking bro, about? Bro, I did not know why are y'all we not where we're nice we should we get a what yo like now i gotta hit yo i did not know that that kind of just like fucked me up a little bit he just followed the uh fucking um yeah which is the perfect segue too because that brings us to low-key the fucking first topic so to
0: speak um which is
2: kind (laughs) of just like honestly
0: i don't know why you're entertaining though I told you you was gonna go down a rabbit hole.
2: Jeffrey Z told me the same shit. Hey, you know because you you know once you start. So listen, everybody knows when it comes to social media and the internet, man, you can't really fuck with these people that that like to just talk shit and have something to say. You really supposed to ignore it. Now, me personally, you chose not to ignore it. Well, it wasn't even that. I never, I I never, I never jumped in to to like honestly start anything. I really was trying to have a healthy discussion and people just, you know, start talking reckless, start popping off at the mouth. But it just pissed me off, because, like, the whole time I've been chill, and then I'm just like, yo, you know what, though? All right, y'all want to play that game? Y'all want to play like that? Because it's like, the people that always want to have something to say don't normally have anything to show for it. And then I know I'm a damn fool for even putting my energy into this (laughs) shit. I don't know why
0: you responded to him. I told you to stop.
2: But it's just funny, man, because, like, ever since I got on this AI shit, i really be seeing the difference between real artists and then people who just, like I said, they may have like a tool that they use every now and then creatively. But like for people who genuinely create every day and whether they doing it to make money or they're not making no money, the art usually comes first and they don't give a fuck about like whose art being stolen from AI or who's being lazy with using AI. Like none of that shit is relevant to someone who's creating constantly. Like I'm around people all the time that are creating and no one is tripping about this shit. But the only reason why I even decided to even step in is because AI is becoming like the new thing of our times. Like it's whether you want to agree with it or not, it's happening right in front of us real time across the board, whether that's new technology, art, entertainment, just it's, it's it's there. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it does have a lot of cons. There are a lot of cons that outweigh the pros, but at the same time, there is good that that's in it. And I was really just coming from a perspective of like, hey y'all, there are a lot of great creative people who are actually authentically creative. They they don't you know they 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 don't just uh. They don't have any laziness in them. They're they're actual people who create. And there's actual people who embrace AI that create too. And that's basically where I was coming from, you know, because like, it'd be different if I was somebody who really doesn't do anything creative and then AI was the first thing to make me feel like I'm actually an artist. That's a whole d- different conversation. But people can speak. Everybody around me knows who I am and what I'm capable of creatively. So that was the standpoint I was coming from. And it just seems that a lot of people react off emotion more than logic when it comes to that. And I've learned that firsthand when we had that discussion with Jeffrey Z on the f- episodes ago, and he's even came to realization and said that himself. He told me that. And for those people that don't know, uh, my homie Jeffrey Z, he's a photographer, a street photographer. And we have been going, having a back and forth about AI art for a long time a real street type. Um because you know, he he felt like he felt a lot of things about it, which he has every right to cuz he's a photographer, but to make a long story short, over time he has learned to appreciate and and like like the shit, you know, in many aspects, not just artistically, but on a technical level as far as using it as an actual tool to help you with business and other things. Um so with that being said, he actually was able to admit to me like, "Yo, to be real with you, like I was conflicted, but honestly, a lot of my uh, reasons were more emotional than logical. And that's how a lot of people's shit is. So, to bring us back to the whole thing, people were just out of pocket, man, saying crazy ass shit. And it's like... what they say? I wasn't taking it personal, but it was just more like, I got time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> uh, today, I got time. So, it's like, now I, I'm really going to show you, show, show you how I feel. You know what I'm saying? But basically people was calling me clown calling me a clown saying that uh you know dropping the clown emoji and then saying that um <laughs> I'm jacking people's stuff uh you know just just trying to belittle me and debunk my my um I guess like you could say opinion it is still an opinion but they they want to argue it with no real uh validity like most of the shit they say is shit we already know and even the shit that we already know there's still some thin lines to it like for example we know that ai art consists of photos from all around the world you know what i'm saying and we know that technically um we don't really know what photo is being used we know that right but what people fail to actually fucking realize is that that still does not change the fact that when you make a piece of art on a uh, mid-journey With uh, AI art, I got to put the AI in front of it because people get so butthurt. When you generate AI art, it's still an original piece of art. It's making something completely new. And I brought this same example up with collage art. Since for all you people out there that want to always say shit, collage art is a form of art that's that's existed for over 20-something years, and you literally cut things out from shit that's already been created from someone else. And a lot of times it doesn't even get credited or sourced unless that person is using a reference that they're specifically applying to their story or their point to their piece. For example, someone may use make a collage piece based off something related to war. They may use uh, magazine clippings or something related to something in the war and they may source that. That's a specific niche thing. But a lot of people just do collage that do collage art, they're just taking from all over the fucking place. No one's fucking saying shit. Why? Because it's been around for 20 something years and we've adapted it. So people just need to learn to fucking adapt with the times and stop complaining so much. Because a lot of people that's bitching low key ain't even doing nothing crazy and cool. Like all you photographers that really be complaining about this shit too. I don't even see y'all making anything cool. Your photos look like it's some stock-ass bullshit that you can look up on Google. Anybody these days can pick up a camera. We already know for a fact that with these type of cameras, you can take a picture of your hand and that shit gonna look good. Am I right or am I right? You're right. When, 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 when we first got the camera, we we was just taking a picture of the ground damn near. We was excited. Yo, this shit, everything looks cinematic. We ain't even throw no effects on it yet. So... You can go outside and take a picture of a tree and throw an effect on it and that shit will look fucking pretty and beautiful. That's not that hard to do. We've seen it already. And a lot of y'all photographers is regular degler that be complaining about your work being compromised. You don't hear that from the motherfuckers that really be pushing boundaries and doing fire shit. They don't be thinking about that shit because they steady pushing boundaries. It's just y'all regular degler ass artists. So, yeah, I had to get in my uh, my bag a little bit and talk my shit because y'all want to call me a clown your, your account is on private i can't even see your work and then when i do see it most of y'all just got generic ass photography ain't nobody really no artist so before you come at me and call me a clown and by the way i try to be humble with this shit i'm really a creative genius <laughs> and, 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 and let earn laughing but he really knows the truth you know what I'm saying? So it's like, don't let me start talking my shit on y'all, bro. And I ain't even I ain't even
0: known yet. I'm really more so laughing because you was going back and forth with people in the comments.
2: I mean, shit, bro. <laughs> but like I said, it was coming from a real, like, healthy discussion. It really only got sideways when people started dropping the clown emojis and then trying to tell me that, like, basically trying to make it seem like I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, bro, I've been working, work doing AI art for almost a year now. And all the shit that I'm making is some shit that ain't nobody really fucking seeing. i, I like to see you do it. You know what I'm saying? But moral of the story, kids, ignore these motherfuckers, man, unless you got time. If you got time, shit, let them have
0: it. That's how I feel. I mean, I just think it's funny because, like, you were getting ridiculed over something I asked you to do. That (laughs) that part, too. Like, look,
2: they go look. Okay, so, and that's the thing. (laughs) They go on my Instagram— Did they little research right? I don't even know how, cause that logo ain't even on my like. That's not even even
0: on your Instagram. So I don't know how. The only reason it's on your Instagram really would be because of you just, I guess, trying to promote.
2: But like, I ain't posted that in a minute. So somebody was really on some stalker shit.
0: They had the nerve to comment talking about some. I don't know. It's just funny because like I'm like (laughs) nothing. Also, nothing about your profile would even say that you suggest that you would be somebody named that goes by the name Iron. Everything about you is diff. I don't know, Everything man. in your profile literally says diff. <clears throat> I, I don't know. I don't know.
2: That was a weird one. It was odd. But to more context, so people don't really know what's going on. Basically, someone had commented on a logo that I made for Earn.
0: The Earns World logo, I made for Earn. And yeah, like more context. Yeah, like, more, break it down. So I guess to even kind of just give you guys, to go further back, more context, people call me Earn just based off of, like, the D.C., Maryland, Virginia pronunciation of my name, Aaron. Like, the A-R just sounds like an E-R. So, Aaron is Earn. Maryland is Merlin. If you ever seen the meme, Earn Earned and Iron Earn, <laughs> that's kind of the pronunciation and where that comes from. So, more context. I went to North Carolina A&T. A bunch of people from my school are from the D.C., Maryland, Virginia region of the country. So, I also went to college with a bunch of people I knew from back home in Charlotte. They had known me pretty much my whole life. So for them, hearing people with that accent say my name was just like the funniest thing ever. And I didn't think anything of it because like I got family from that region of the country. So I just always grew up hearing them say my name that way. And then hearing them say my mom's name, which is Marilyn, is I'm Merlin. So everything just was normal to me around them. But to my friends, they thought it was the funniest thing ever. It became a joke. And that joke became a nickname and it stuck more context even more context both me and him 90s babies i grew up going to like summer camps and stuff during the day like when my parents would be at work and it's a part of that a lot of your counselors and stuff make you watch movies sometimes when they want everybody to just chill and just have some downtime right so this is like Around this time, it was like late 90s, early 2000s. So all of our counselors are at least 10 years older than us. So they're showing us movies that they grew up watching when they were kids. Wayne's World happened to be one of them. So us constantly watching Wayne's World throughout the summer is like one of our movies. Um, I kind of grew an attachment to that, but also more context. (laughs) Right. (laughs) There was a theme park owned by Paramount. In North Carolina. And we're actually from Charlotte.
2: This is a, and that's the other thing that fucking pisses me (laughs) off about people. Uh,
0: This is why you be wanting to comment. And then not only do they own Carolyn's, but they also own Kings Dominion in like the Virginia area. So, like if you've been to Kings Dominion or Carolyn's back in the day, there's a ride called The Hurler, which is based off of Wayne's World. Mm -hmm. If you think about what Wayne's World is, it's literally two people on a couch creating an underground internet, not really internet, but underground cable entertainment show. That is essentially what we're kind of doing here. We are the black version of Wayne and Garth, the black version of Beavis and Butthead. I'm glad you broke that down. <laughs> and and the reason why- So it all kind of makes sense. Like I've just been trying to create an entire VC around like the Wayne's World universe that I grew up engaging with as a young person.
2: Um. And I'm glad, like I said, I'm glad you expounded on that because basically what we're saying to y'all is, for if he didn't explain any of this, looking in from the outside, you're just gonna see bickering, and it's gonna look very childish. <laughs> and so it's completely understandable as to why, as adults, we should never um, engage in these type of activities because it doesn't leads you, lead you to nowhere. But at the same time, again, it's like all that said, it's like. These people are so fucking stupid that they'll say shit that just sometimes, like, it's like my whole argument to this whole thing was about being authentic but still using AI, and then they want to get on and and try to bring up some shit that ain't even got nothing to do really with my actual work. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's my work, but it's not. It's like it's like as if I did something for for a client. You know what I'm saying? And it's like if a client comes to you and they're like, hey i like what you do i want you to do something f- uh, for me i'm I'm inspired by this can you make something that's similar to this i don't know the funny thing is is like so now i'm stealing now i'm now i'm stealing because the person who came to me for work is now asking for something that is similar to something that he likes based off the reference points that Ern just said, it makes total sense as to why he's using it ain't even got nothing to do with me anyway though. Honestly, like even if it's, it even I don't know, it's just also no funny sense. to me
0: because it's like we've reworked and changed that graphic so many times. I mean, but even then it's like, it's it's just now, like oh. and it's now an original graphic. Like the globe in the graphic was hand drawn. Like Yeah, man. Y'all got me fucked up off that shit. I ain't gonna like, hold you. I hand drew the globe in the design that is at the bottom. Whatever you know, what I'm talking about the bottom left corner, the bottom right corner of the screen. But yeah, like but I always to... that. Found oh, the yeah. font, you know. Added a little TV that was reminiscent of like the MTV logo from back in the day. Because I mean, even more context, we grew up watching MTV well, and a bunch what... of Viacom I... stuff. So, um, to to sum it in a nutshell,
2: though, for real, for real, I think people gotta really
0: understand. This us. is all just inspired on, inspired behind and by stuff we grew up engaging with. As kids,
2: exactly. And I, long
0: story and short, exactly. But I was really just going to expand, just to tab it off
2: what you're saying. I think people really need to understand that, like, we genuinely are like people of the culture, like we're products of the culture. But to to not even not even on that level of just like being a product of the culture, but understanding it from a real lens. Like this guy sitting beside me, he knows marketing, and he knows. He knows and understands why things are the way they are. We understand logos. We understand aesthetics. We appreciate iconic things. The Wayne's World logo is iconic, but you wouldn't really see that and like and really appreciate it unless you're a person who appreciates the culture. If you ain't seeing it from that lens, it's just a fucking logo. It's whatever to you. So, again, we're people who appreciate and see things from an authentic lens, and we pay homage to it. And you will see that throughout everything we do. I don't know if that's got to be a disclaimer to y'all, motherfuckers. But <laughs> I just thought I'd let so you know what it is. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 and, and and to also expound on that. Since when was art not? Art has always consisted of being inspired and taking things from other things. That's literally part of the game. There is a thin line. Yes, people steal. But the majority of the things that's in front of us that's been created throughout the culture, yes, there has been things that's been um, created that's brand new. But for the most part, nothing is really brand new. It's still to an extent inspired by something from someone else. Correct me if I'm wrong.
0: Wow, well, I would agree. So, you got to get inspiration to create.
2: So again, to you people on, out what there. this from
0: yourself or something from the outside source.
2: These people out there on the Internet that claim to be real artists don't talk like real artists. They talk like people who, I guess, just chase the dollar. And because at the end of the day, I really don't even understand the argument at this point anymore, because, like I said, the people around me don't even be having these conversations. They don't talk about, uh, man, I'm 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 not I'm fed up with this because, like, my my work could be compromised. Somebody could be stealing my shit like no one's talking like that. I don't even be thinking like that. Like, I could give a fuck about, because I know that's not even, that's not, it's irrelevant.
0: No, I feel you on that. You have
2: a camera too, dog. You have a camera too. You've taken pictures. I don't hear you be talking about some, I don't hear you saying nothing like that. I don't hear you to worried about, yo, somebody's going to steal my DJ mix. Somebody's going to steal my video content. Like, we're not worried about that. We're fucking creating, bro. Shut the fuck up. Basically. That's all I got. (laughs) I I, I love y'all.
0: Yeah. No, I just wanted to create something that felt. I don't know kind of organic and true to us you know me and my friend group and stuff you know what I mean don't engage with these shenanigans on the internet man but it had you like me rambling <laughs> in the comment section for real in the comment section
2: I still proved my point though all so good it
0: up. but nah, it's funny you got you got wrapped up over something you didn't have, nothing really I mean you had something to do with it but it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't because of you right they got me on that one <laughs> Oh man! You didn't even back me up. I mean, I told Let you, you to I told but you nah, stop. But nah, but
2: you, but you, but you could have low key. That would have shut him down for real, for real. Like yo, like low key, he that is literally not even his logo. But like, but no one have. No one wants to. That that's the thing. Like he he ain't he ain't got. Who, who's gonna explain all that? You know what I'm saying?
0: I mean, I just explained it, but in writing. No, I'm saying a lot
2: to the audience. Y'all deserve it. Y'all deserve the, the, to know what happened. We'll tell y'all. Well, fuck the mother, motherfucker! Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what we got next?
0: Um. Oh. Huh. Grimace from McDonald's had a birthday. Oh yeah, just passed the twelfth. I would show y'all all the marketing and stuff, but I just realized I don't know if y'all saw it earlier on the screen or not. But it was just a blank phone frame. I don't know if it's the cable I'm using right now, but we have I don't some know. technical difficulties. Technical right now. difficulties. We'll get back with y'all. But Grimace had a birthday. Um, I don't know if y'all... For the people who grew up in the 90s, y'all might remember having people, your friends having birthdays at McDonald's. So it's kind of cool to see them bring that back. If you guys aren't familiar with who Grimace is, he's like the purple mascot that McDonald's has. He was like friends with Ronald McDonald and the Hamburglar. Is there anybody else I'm missing? Yeah, who's the girl? The girl mascot. I'm not, I'm I was never
2: really familiar with those characters. I just knew Hamburglar... And I knew Ronald McDonald, and I
0: barely knew Grimace. Okay. Well, yeah. Grimace was always the guy that was at the cookie stand, the little cookie station.
2: Grimace is such a fucking grimy name.
0: Like, how did it... <laughs> I like, don't know. It's just like, how do you come up with that name? Grimace. Grimace, man. Yeah. But now they did a whole campaign around celebrating Grimace's birthday. It was like a little... It little 10-piece. Little 10-piece nugget. Yeah, it was a little nugget. It was a nugget meal. At the doghouse, yup. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so nuggets and then like a purple milkshake. Yeah, some some more some more bullshit. So yeah, happy birthday, grimace. Shouts out, out to all the '90s babies out there that grew up having birthdays at McDonald's. Um, but also or going to birthdays parties at McDonald's.
2: Shouts out to McDonald's too, though, because I make a little money off y'all
0: with the stock game, shout so I, can, I can't be mad, you know. Um, uh, moving along though. This something that you just brought to light earlier. Actually, no, my older brother brought this to light. We were talking to him on Facetime earlier, and he was like, "Boosie got arrested."
2: Yeah, I'm not going to lie, man. This one kind of hurt me a little bit. I'm, 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 I'm. I actually, for those that don't know, I love Boosie. Like, I, I've been. We I, love Boosie. Yeah, well, yeah, we love Boosie, but like i have yeah like everybody in, the,
0: everybody in the south loves Boosie. right
2: i had a Boosie fade like i i was one of them i had a Boosie fade hell i would consider getting a boosty fade again so like i wouldn't i mean i would because that's me like i i can pull the Boosie fade unless off. you had that one um but yeah no like it's just fucked up because he had just got his case dropped and then they said it was federal agents that got him um as soon as he got out this is in san francisco i think or Sac- so San Francisco or Sacramento, some shit like that. Somewhere San- in Cali. San- Somewhere in Cali. I don't wanna uh, give you the wrong information. But um it's just kind of fucked up because we don't really know what's going on, but they said federal agents. And we can only go off what the motherfuckers are saying in the news. And I don't know shit. But correct me if I'm wrong. Federal agents is different from police. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> if federal, federal agents is federal agents.
2: If federal agents is on your ass, that means that they already been watching you. So I'm just curious to know what's going on and I hope that everything's okay. I hope he ain't just being targeted on some fuck shit. But uh yeah, I'm not fucking with that, man, cuz like yeah. Yeah, man. We need Boosie for the culture, bro. You know what I'm saying? One of the few people that speaks his mind and stands for how he feels and I fuck with that cuz a lot of people don't want to have no backbone these days and he stands on what he stands on and um yeah, I mean, shit. And he's also just entertaining. I'm like. just
0: curious to know what he would even get arrested for. Like, I don't feel like he's been really been doing anything.
2: I mean, as well, you got to remember. Of anyway. So, I'll be paying attention. Like, okay, you got to understand, like, Boosie has, like, he, he doesn't do good with the law. They don't like him. Right. So, he gets harassed. Uh-huh. Like, and he a lot of times he be filming it, like, we know that he's that he gets harassed on a daily near his house. Like the police be harassing him all the time, just on that. He already has priors, so it's like you kind of can't really. It's just like one little small little thing with a person like him, and they gonna times try to something major. Exactly, no, and it, and it's fucked up because it's you like he already
0: got a record. So it's exactly, like you know. and he's like what? 30 and He's times, a rapper,
2: and he's like uh, a felon. You know what I'm saying? So it's like he. It's just fucked up, bro. But it, it it's it's like you don't see him doing a whole lot, but we don't know what's going on, you know, off I just camera see him doing Vlad interviews, right, right. <laughs> but we don't know what's going on off camera. But I don't think it's enough to for him for feds to be on him. Honestly, that's just how I feel looking in from the outside. We got a lot of real world shit going on, man. You know what I mean? There's people being kidnapped, human trafficking and shit. Where's the fucking feds with that shit? Y'all y'all. feds spend so much time trying to crack these rappers down, but you don't hear nothing about none of these kids I and mean, these you women know the being police, kidnapped. You
0: know the police always, you know, harassing somebody and there's a real crime going on around the corner. You speaking of goes, speaking man. of real crime going you on not, around the corner. Speaking of real crime going on around the corner. Last night, y'all, what I literally really witnessed. Oh, you some other guy? Uh, I witnessed the cars and stuff out here. Yeah,
2: I witnessed a guy trying to break into cars last night. And it was like three in the morning. I'm smoking a joint in my car and basically dude walked by and it's like dark because like I'm black. Right. So you can't see in the dark, but you can see if I have a, you can see me if I got a light on me. So I had my phone on. He walked by me. I thought he was kind of drunk or something because he was kind of like stumbling. So like I ain't really pay too much attention to it, but I was still kind of alert. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to just keep my eye on him. You know what I'm saying? so as he's walking by my car i'm looking on the, in the side mirror trying to like peep him or whatever and it was kind of dark so i really could only see a figure but i could see the movement and i watched him grab a car door but when he did it i ain't really think too much of it i'm thinking maybe he's just trying to get his car but then he went to the next car in front of him and did it again <laughs> yeah and i'm like out. wait
0: i know what type of time he was on
2: i'm like time out like Maybe he's drunk. He just don't know where his car is. Then he went to the next one. Did it again. I'm like, oh, hell no. Nah. He's trying to break into cars, bro. But he's what he was trying to do was he wasn't trying to break no windows. He's just trying to see if mm, somebody, he's trying left to
0: see somebody got caught he's trying to catch somebody slipping.
2: Exactly. So at this point, I'm already paranoid because I drive a Hyundai and they breaking into in these motherfuckers. And my homie literally just got his car stolen a few months back. Yeah, so, he Henry not get his car back, though. Right. But he drives a Hyundai. So I was just already kind see of paranoid. Boys. Um and basically shout out to the Kia boys as I saw him going around the corner.
0: Not shout out to the Kia boys. Right? No, don't no.
2: As I saw him go around the corner, I got him. I started my car and went around because basically at this point I was like I need to move my car because my car was in a dark spot and I wasn't even like planning. I was literally just going to my car to smoke. I wasn't even trying to like move my car, but I was like at this point shit, I'm gonna have to move my car because it's I'm already in a dark spot and I felt like somebody could easily try to get in my shit. So basically, make a long story short. I went around the corner to basically repark my car, but I was strategically moving around to also keep my eye on that motherfucker. As I go around uh, the block, he's like going across the street to another car. He didn't really see or pay attention to the fact that I'm going up like headed towards him. So as I finally approached the street too that, he's walking towards. I see him walk to the car and as I like started driving, he literally turns around and walks back the direction he was walking to. So it's like he knew that I was like basically watching his ass and I basically was just trying to scare him off type shit. And then he kind of like lingered off, you know what I'm saying? And I like parked in front of my apartment. But to make a long story short, man, that shit was crazy because like I never witnessed anything like that in real life, in real time. And it was just like he really was just like grabbing Mm. doorknobs casually. And it's like was the perfect time to do it, too, because it was literally like three in the morning. So anybody's car that would have been unlocked, he would have got some shit. And would have been gone. Like,
0: yeah. So, I told you earlier, yeah. somebody did that. Somebody, somebody did that to me, low key. I thought I'd lock my door, but I guess I didn't. Came back to my car the next morning. I sat down. And I was like, I was like, first of foremost, I was like, yo, it smells a little funny in here. <laughs> what did <laughs> it smell like? <laughs> like cigarettes.
2: Oh, they were smoking in your car. <laughs> they wrong for that. They
0: smoke in my car, but it was just like, I could just tell, like, somebody had been in my car, right? And then I was like, all right, looked around. I'm like, why is this over here? Why is that over there? And I'm like, "Ah, oh, somebody was in my car. Yeah. I got caught slipping once, but they didn't take anything, so.
2: I'm tripping that Ashton left some Prada shades in his car. That shit crazy, bro. Why would you leave? That whole story is wild, Prada but I'm going to let
0: him tell you that because I ain't even about to.
2: <laughs> now, that's a story, though. That is a story. He, got but he's lucky got, he's guy, a, he would
0: have to tell you about that.
2: And he got lucky all because of AirPods.
0: Right. But even still, like, I'm just like, man. Not out here. Nah. Not out here, for real, for real.
2: You really got to be on that type of time. And I don't even, like, leave my little, like, I don't like leaving nothing in my car.
0: I don't leave anything in my car at all. I ain't
2: going to lie, though. My car is kind of junky, though. So it's like, you gonna get, you going to get trash if you go in my car. Like, I got, like, literally just, like, fucking
0: a trash bag with all my fucking just Cause you know, homie, the homie I guess we're not gonna name, but you know how many times his car got broken into, and I was like, bro, don't leave nothing in your car, oh, yeah, nah. ever out my here car, in this my city. Car, my car, my car, I move in and out of my time car. Every his car, car got broken into, he be. I'd ask him, "Do you leave stuff in your car?" Like, yeah, man, I had a whole bunch of stuff in my car. I'm like, dog, but I tell you, every time you do that, you were literally just inviting somebody out here to break into your whip.
2: Yeah, like I'll be having, like, it's like I'll be having, like,
0: hoodies in the back seat. And, like, I don't even leave clothes in the back. I'll have, like,
2: like, hoodies in the back seat. I got, like, a pair of shoes in the back seat. I got a pair of shoes in the front seat. It'd be like, I got
0: a trash bag that I keep up front because I don't like the, like, I just. Because I'm not going to hold you. I'd be sick if somebody broke into my car and stole one of my hoodies. I'd be like, dang. But see, man, I don't have enough, but I'm see? not, I don't, like, I'm not, tri- like, I don't, my hoodies ain't even nothing crazy. I just like hoodies. Like, I've always been a, I've been a hoodie person since, like, middle school.
2: I would be mad, though, if somebody stole this
0: Burn Money hoodie, though. It's just like I mean, I just like hoodies. I got an attachment to hoodies. That's fair. Like any of the girlfriends I've had, you're not making it out of the crib with a hoodie of mine. I'm sorry. No, not unless it's one that I just don't want anymore. That's It doesn't, your it ass. Does, it doesn't fit me. If that's the case, cool. Whatever. The ones that I actually wear, nah, bring that back before you leave. <laughs> <laughs> But nah, um, I guess moving along, let's keep this thing moving. Um, dang, this is something I actually wanted to show y'all. Maybe we can find a video of it. Maybe we can't. But um, Martin Rose, I don't know if you're know familiar with that, but she's a designer from the UK. Um, she's dropping another Nike collab. She recently did a collab with Nike. I just say when I say recent, I mean like within the past like two years, on a pair of Monarchs. And I didn't like them. I mean, I feel like I'm more of a fan of her apparel than I am of any of the footwear collabs she's done. School me a little bit, because I ain't going to lie, I'm not familiar with her. She's not necessarily like a... She's a fashion designer. How long has she been around? Uh, For a while. Like 30 years plus? Not that years- long, but at least... She's the light-skinned woman down here on the screen that you see. She's it, black. Yeah. Okay. The lights, like I said, the lights
2: came on. Okay. Alright.
0: There they are. Oh yeah, Those just as ugly. The Nike Shox MR4.
2: But I'm already not a fan of like those type of shoes anyway, so. The Nike
0: Shox Martin Rose. Those are the new ones that's coming out. Yeah, I guess so. If not already What's up with what that
2: colorway we saw on Instagram?
0: I don't know. Somebody look like look like somebody is spray painted them joints.
2: No, nah, those just look real, bro. Those shits is ugly, bro. Those is terrible, bro.
0: Why are they shaped like that? All right, here we go. We gonna we gonna put the TV on. Please. They try to make it like a dress shoe. Uh, I don't know, man. It looks like a Stacy old school Stacy Adams mixed with a Nike Shock, and I don't like it it's ugly and the back of the back of the hill is cut so it's like it looks like a slipper I don't like it I don't like it all right we got to add
3: Now I grew up in a time where the R four shock had a moment in New York City, so to see them now it looked like
0: it's not comfortable. It looked like you're, you're, you're going to be like a absolutely heel. Absolutely insane to me. Like a. We're gonna get yeah, to like see, she's right. So it's let's, absolutely let's insane. Going. It looks absolutely insane. Like, I'm so used to seeing that shoe normally. My
3: favorite sneakerhead and Bronx baddie, Ashley Hall, coming through with this episode of Radom. So, I think in terms of quality, the quality on this shoe is done really well. Quality's probably great. It reminds me so much of an R4 Shock. Anyway, I also want to note, I do feel like the heel is just a little bit higher. Just a little bit higher. Not much, but a little bit. Not much. A lot higher. quality, I'm going to give this shoe a five out of five. So, this is styled as a mule, which is a nod to the Mules and Roses' own label. The toe box is reformatted to a square shape. So, we have 3M hits on the tongue, lace loops, and toe box, which you can only see on the white pair, but the black pair does have hits on the lace loops and the toe box. I also wanna note that Martine Rose's branding can be seen on the tongue, badge, and lace loops as well. So, in terms of details, I feel like it's pretty detailed. I'm gonna give the details five out of five. So, in terms see, of I desirability these and hype, I personally would prefer a pair of R4 shocks, but that's just me. Me too. But I think if you are into luxury shoes and you like this particular silhouette, then this might be something you're interested in. It just look ugly, bro, me, and uncomfortable. In terms of desirability and hype, I feel like I didn't hear much about it, so I'm going to give this shoe a three out of five. So in terms of originality, I'm gonna give this shoe five out of five right off that. Yes, and very that's
0: original. because to yes. really
3: see the R4 shock done this way, but also to elongate the already longer toe, in my opinion, and square it off, is really a nice touch. So like I said, originality, five out of five. Now the origins of this particular shoe stem from international football and the contrast in pre-game presentation between tailored suit wearing men and their standard issue tracksuit wearing female counterparts. Focusing on reimagining the boundaries of pre-match attire, Rose shared that we recognize a great opportunity to really focus on women and football and then to make a trainer that is almost like a So it's a woman's shoe. shoe. So I actually yeah. really thought... I was oh, that
2: makes the sense The why it's like a... Yeah. Not that uh, but it's still like a... Okay, because I was like... Okay.
3: So overall, I'm going to give the Martine Rose a four out of five. Yeah, because I'm like, that don't, don't look comfortable for me to wear. I mean, I wouldn't wear it anyway, but that heel
2: thing's like weird.
0: I'm not rocking with
2: them. I'm not rocking with them. Yeah, them shits is ugly,
0: bro. They not for me. Long story short. I, don't know how many times if I'm I have that, but... four thumbs, I give them four thumbs down. True that. Where did Dave Chappelle? True that. Yeah, so I don't know. People have been sending there was a picture, some pictures of those that surfaced but like they looked like they were in like it almost been like airbrushed. They, they weren't it. Airbrushed though. I know they had, they weren't airbrushed, but they oh, just weren't it. The colors were like it was like a blue and like purple. Um, very, like, why am I drawing drawing a black on how to say it? It almost reminded me of gradient. Like,
2: it almost reminded me of like a jersey, like a soccer jersey or
0: like a. It was like a blue and purple gradient, a yellow and what was the yellow? Because yellow yellow. Was and and yellow, yellow. And
2: yellow and red, yellow and orange gradient. You know, it, was a, it was something like that. It yeah, was mainly it yellow going into like a blue or something.
0: No, nah, it was yellow going into orange. And the blue going in purple, and then there was like I want to say a gray one that they showed as well, grayish color. But yeah, those are the Martin Rose Nike shocks. I'm not a fan of them, but there you go. That's what you like. There they are. Hmm. Uh, But yeah, on other news, on another note, Tyler Perry. Bought BET and VH1. Making the power plays, super power play. Not only does he have his uh, film studio now in Atlanta, he now has his hands Man. in TV.
2: I was looking at his. So it's
0: also cool just to see BET be owned by a black person again. Man, so that... it's like BET amazing. And then some. Um, I was looking at his
2: estate. I was on Instagram and uh, it was just crazy. Like, bro has a, a whole airplane strip on his land does he really yes
0: i've seen and it's like, i've seen pictures of his house before but i didn't realize air, i didn't realize the, how he had a Dang, i can't talk right now i didn't realize he had a landing strip out there but I mean, it, it wouldn't, doesn't surprise me i mean I, I was i wouldn't be surprised if we had a helipad out there too
2: it's just amazing you know like not only of course because he's black but he's a black man who really was sleeping on a bench, yeah, like if you, with his
0: fucking script. If you think of his story, it's just actually crazy.
2: And not to mention, he didn't start off in the mu- in the movie industry. Started out to- plays, exactly. Right in plays. So it's like, and he literally had his shit, his, his, his he had his work on him
0: it on was a crazy bench. Because I think of how Medea even blew up for real, for real. Like blew up because like one, he was doing plays, but. I just think of the black family dynamic. Right. We watch a lot of well not even we, but I mean you'll just be in the well, household with somebody. You'll just be in, in ho- house, no, no a household with somebody and they'll have the insane bootleg, bootleg DVD collection. And in this DVD collection, they would have the Medea plays. Medea plays, bro. That's part of black like culture for real, for real, for real. And then because real. the Medea plays got so much traction in the black community, he started making movies. And then the rest is kind of history.
2: I will say this: I've never been a fan of the Medea stuff too much. I, I can't. I could. Though the first Medea movie, of course, is a classic, and simply because if you grew up with the Medea series all the way up until his big break to the movie, then you would appreciate it. So I, by default, we are going to love the Medea character. I'm just not honestly a fan because that's not my like my audience. But the impact that he has. And, like, I feel like he don't get the flowers for at least from our generation. I feel like the older people see it. But.
0: Actually, not to cut you off. He's been in TV for a minute now because he had to meet the Browns.
2: I mean, yeah, a lot of shit. Yeah, like he, he also has done other movies, yeah. too,
0: outside. But, like. I'm just thinking of the TV aspect. I was thinking this was, like, his first segue into TV. I'm like, nah, he's been producing stuff in TV for a minute. It's just, like, he now just has his own network. Right. Um, But I think it's amazing that, like,
2: like you said, he started out with plays and let's be real man let's be real here yes he had great work but our our black dollar yo like it showed in the in the power you know what i'm saying with that and i feel like i wish we did that a lot more with a lot more people in our community that did creative shit because honestly he's one of the few that really like he made something that struck a chord with the black people. And we fucking went for it, bro.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was hella relatable. Like
2: you know what I'm saying? Like, we ate that shit up. And for him, to, for him to go from the plays to the big screen, he literally did that off the strength of us black people. That was us that did that. We did that. You know what I'm saying? And that's an amazing feeling when you think about it and look back at it, look back at it from that standpoint. I wish we would see that a lot more and I wish we would like I just wish we see that a lot more. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like we praise him enough. I don't even feel like I praise him enough, but i be seeing it. i be seeing it. And I'm like, yo, no, nah, Tyler Perry is doing big,
0: big, big fucking things, man. Yeah, it's it crazy to think about it. It's like almost watching him blow up off the, the bootleg DVD circuit. It's like, dang, like it's almost kind of like watching an Instagram influencer today blow up off of Instagram, but in a different way. I don't know. I don't see it that way at all. You do know So? No. Think about it, because like before we had social media, we just had like the regular traditional forms of media. That's not the same shit. It's at almost all. Like, but it's almost like the. I guess I, I guess the better analogy would be like kind of like the underground mixtape circuit. Then, if I don't know these people, people struggle. Then the story is then it's irrelevant. No, no, no But I'm saying it was like watching an artist blow up, like a rapper or something blow up from just moving underground mixtapes. It don't what hit. It different? don't hit the same. You're missing the point. I'm talking about the hustle side of the fence. Like yeah, you started writing screenplays. Screenplays. With, I mean, it still doesn't hit the, the same to me. And I'm and I'm, and I'm going to break it down. Why? Because that's why I brought up the, like, unless you. I'm hear- not saying it's to that magnitude. I'm just saying, though, it's like watching an artist that you knew was popping or bubbling in the underground scene. And because they had enough, you know, and they were independent. And because they had enough, you know, name in the underground scene, they became mainstream. And they continue to kill it in the mainstream space. And now they're like.
2: But I'm telling you, that's not how I don't feel that way all right literally like i literally see it from like i said i'm speaking more of uh the struggle i want to know their struggle more and that's why i'm saying like like to me what makes it special about him is that like he really comes from real trauma which is something that a lot of people like he's a child he's a uh, uh a victim of sexual abuse so like a lot of people don't understand like i come like this dude lived through real trauma and lived through poverty and still chases dreams. Fuck all the rappers who fucking was just rapping and grinding. That's a whole nother... This is somebody who had to overcome trauma and poverty and still chases dreams. That hits different, bro. So it just it just does. Like for me, no, it's, I'm not saying it doesn't it, hit different. It, I'm just saying. it just though, hits like, different versus a motherfucker like that's rapping and grinding. Like I'm I, I didn't know the to... struggle. Was he sleeping on the floor, bro? You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying this shit don't hit. The, it don't hit needing, the same. Needing
0: to know somebody struggle aside, I'm just saying that was kind of similar to watching. And artists pop, but knowing them from the underground scene. Like I I said, if you know, if you know, I'm like, I said, if you know, he came from plays, his plays were getting recorded and his plays were getting passed around on bootleg DVDs. While he was sleeping on benches. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like it's. That's the part that, but
2: that's what I was saying. That's the part to me that is the most significant out of everything. Just, I don't know. I relate to that struggle aspect and and that's the part that I just see over
0: everything else. Is hard I was just to, trying to, like, just find some overlap between this and, and rap, but, you know.
2: Nah, because it's not the same. Ain't the, that shit don't hit the same, bro. That's what I'm says. just
0: saying from an underground standpoint, like, you saw his DVDs getting circulated from an underground standpoint.
2: Okay, yeah, I guess you're right from that standpoint. You're right, you're and right, you're right, you're right, you're, right, right, you're right, you're and right, you're like, right, oh, you're shit. right, like, you're right. I ain't looking at it that way. Yeah, that's you're what I'm right, saying. You're right, you're right, you're
0: right. Yeah. No, nah, I agreed totally. Yeah, like, yeah that's yeah. all I was saying. No, I feel you. I feel you on that. But nah, like his his story is crazy. Like he was literally sleeping on benches. Yeah. As he was writing these plays that people were falling in love with the, that black people were falling in love with across country. Yeah, so, man, that shit is inspiring, bro. It's like, just dope to see it go from to see it go from that to this in real time. I mean, in this man is anyway. bro.
2: This is a billionaire. We talking about another black billionaire. That's what gets me hyped. Not about the money. It's just the fact that, like I said, we talking from the bench to the bees, bro. Hmm? From the bench to the bees, man. Come on, bro. Stop playing, bro. That was a bar too. Yeah. Real life bar, yo. He really raised the bar for all of us. Like in the movie, if you're a black person and you're trying to get in the movie industry, you should be looking up the Tyler
0: Perry, at least in the sense of like the business. Not even that, but I mean, if we're just even trying to just work in the industry, you should be honestly thinking about maybe going to Tyler Perry. Yeah, that too. You know what I'm saying? That too. That too. Because I'm pretty sure he's probably going to hire a bunch of black people to help continue to tell his black ass stories. Facts. And that
2: actually brings me to another interesting point too. I, I can't wait for more people like me. Maybe one day I might cross paths with Tyler Perry to, like, bring some more things to the table and expand, you know, his uh, empire with, like, new endeavors creatively for the black market. Because, like, what he's done, he's already got the foundation and staple. Now it's time to, like, really start doing some eclectic outside of the box shit that, you know, is marketed towards black people. And I can expound on that just a little bit, even with, like, my AI shit. Like, Jeff would hit me up. You know, my AI shit is like really like kind of dark and like, you know, a little twisted and fucked up every now and then, you know what I'm saying? And um, when I started making that shit, I knew consciously that it was kind of dark and I ain't gonna lie to you. I will admit I purposely made a conscious effort to like not depict black people in a certain type of light. So I genuinely anytime I would prompt like some like crazy off the wall shit. I didn't purposely put black people in a crazy light. But then Jeffrey Z hit me up and was like, yo, I fuck with your AI shit and all. But like, where's the black people at? And then I broke it down to him. And I was like, well, I put black people in the shit. But a lot of the shit I'm making is kind of fucked up. And he's like, so we like to watch horror movies. We like fucked up shit. And I wasn't thinking about it from that perspective. I was just thinking about it from just more like we already get depicted in such fucked up light. If I'm going to put y'all out, put us out there. I want us to look like, you know, some more positive. And, yeah, kings and queens type shit. Not for it. But then at the same time, I was overthinking the situation too cuz it's like at the end of the day, I like what I like. I like horror, I like violence, I like all that type of crazy shit. So, with that being said, like I want to bring that to the table more cuz he was like, "Yo, yeah, we don't we don't have too many black horror films. We don't have too many things that are like on that type of level that cater to black people." You know what I'm saying? We can like we like that shit too, you know what I'm saying? We always getting killed in a motherfucking
0: movie. Yeah, we always get you know what I'm saying? Exactly but for real, for real, we always do, like, take us out first. Yeah, so it's There's like... There's only been a handful of times I feel like we've made it to, like, the end of the shout movie. Shout out
2: to Buster Rhymes, Trick or Treat Motherfucker, shout out to LL Cool J, yeah, some of the first uh, early ones that the survival cool J horror J and, movie. and,
0: um, Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, which is a classic. And Slick, I thought he was done for. Right. I and mean, he just pops up at the end of the movie.
2: And slow Key Saved the Day with the...
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um i don't think what else who else is survived like another black person that survived buster rhymes halloween well, I, yeah that one but i'm talking about another you just mentioned that one i'm talking about another one that we haven't mentioned yet
2: um that's what's kind of hard right it's kind of hard
0: They ain't really too many i guess you could say ice cube and anaconda yeah i mean he he survived i'm thinking of like horror movies though yeah michael buster rhymes the really he faced the, 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 the devil himself because there was a Trey Songs was in what was that movie? Was it was it Texas Chainsaw? Oh, he got murked real quick. I know. That's what Yeah, I'm it was like.
2: Texas Chainsaw. You know what's crazy though? We're, it's funny we're on this conversation. And there was the
0: dude that played Arnez and um one on one and the dude that played the dude and Cousin Skeeter. He mm-hmm. was in a uh, was he in House of Wax?
2: Oh yeah. He yep House of Wax. Got it on DVD. Yeah.
0: He, he got he murked. Only, he only lasted like the first like fifteen or twenty minutes of the movie. thirty minutes, but yeah. <laughs> 30,
2: 40, <laughs> 30 minutes
0: or so. Yeah, like. Um
2: but it's funny we've actually on this conversation because you heard the the movie uh the blackness right? Oh, the blackening. The blackening, yeah, the blackening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I think it's more like a, a black comedy type thing. It's not really like uh, or not black comedy, dark comedy. What you call it, a little black comedy?
0: <laughs> no, it's still it's still a black comedy. But it's a
2: dark. It's like you know what I'm saying. It's supposed it's to be a like dark comedy, yeah, dark know. comedy. But it basically I'm getting at like. We need more things like that, you know, but less like, you know, actually serious. Like a, a good horror movie that's, you know, got black people in it. Yeah, it don't always got to be comedic. Yeah, it don't always got to be comedic. I mean, We don't really see too many of those anyway. So I, I wasn't mad at that angle. I guess angle. the Candyman
0: movie would be. That new Candyman was disappointing. But I'm saying, I guess that would be a good example of a horror movie, a black horror movie that wasn't Yeah. Exactly. comedic. Exactly, exactly. And even then, that wasn't. What did, I see? did I see that with you? Huh? I saw yeah, that with yeah, you, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah
2: yeah um, but yeah, I was saying all that just to say that like it would be cool to have more people on his team to start bringing some like innovative things to his direction, you know, some key and pill type shit, you know what I'm saying we need i f- I think that like that should be his next level in my opinion. He's already uh you know built the foundation. I feel like it just needs that that next motherfucker that's really to come in and try something,
0: you know, yeah, I mean, um, uh, I guess moving along on the list of topics. DJ Drama got into it in uh, Canada. Allegedly. Allegedly with some people. Allegedly it's supposed to be like Drake's people. But who knows for sure. Let me see if I can find the uh... DJ Drama in a drama. Here we go. It's probably going to be an ad. And I might have to fast forward a little bit. This is definitely an ad.
1: has it rule my, rule my has it Let's see what they gotta say about
0: DJ Drama I think it's the first thing they talk about I
1: mean, I guess we on The Breakfast Club This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right.
0: On The Breakfast Club
1: Now, allegedly, DJ Drama was in yep. uh, Toronto, Canada Over the weekend uh, He was doing, I guess, some type of a uh, panel And uh, some Toronto dudes posted a video Saying that they robbed DJ Drama This is what you get for not checking in
4: shout out boy jizzy you know how you rock slap brat clap
2: is this true, first of all? This just sounds stupid as fuck.
1: Losing jewelry and hotels and things of that nature and people be finding it and then getting online, you know, acting like that. Is this true? Uh, we don't know if it's true. DJ Drama hasn't said anything as yet. The young man said... I don't know. I don't uh, think it's he true. didn't check in and started saying Drake's name, but you're absolutely right. Check in where? Toronto? Yeah, I guess so. Jesus, checking in the Canada sounds crazy. <laughs> yeah, so... Check in with immigration. <laughs> That's about it. Who you checking <laughs> check with when we go there across the border? Uh, I, forgot, I can't remember what it's called now. What? When you're going to Canada. Immigration. Not immigration, immigration. Yeah, immigration. It is immigration. What, yeah. Is it immigra- Yeah, immigration. It is, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. That's the only people I'm checking in with. In Canada? <laughs> yeah. So, like you said, we don't know if it was actually if it if it was taken from drama or if it was one of those things we left it at his hotel or whatever it may be. But the young men weren't fully masked, so I'm sure to be pretty much easy to see who they, they were. They weren't fully They're masked.
0: Drake ain't had nothing to do with that. Why y'all putting Drake name on that? Drake is Drake got. Because he's good the only reputation. person people talk about. But you know they gonna do that. You know that was on gonna po- happen.
1: A lot of positive things.
0: I guess Drake's not the only person they talk about in Canada. There's also Tory Lanez, and then uh, the Weeknd, and then uh, Party Next Door, <laughs> Justin Bieber. <laughs> I'm like, all right, no, I capped. I capped. Uh, I capped. My view. was like, is he the only one they talk about from Canada? But I'm like, nah, nah, but they
2: do be, but you know they're going to do that though.
0: Yeah, I'm hip, but I'm just like, yeah, he's not the only person from Canada that's popping. There's actually a lot of people from Canada. It's Pamela Anderson. She's Canadian? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Learn something every day. Yep. I'm trying to think of somebody else. I a- mean, a- hell, track. fucking a- uh,
2: Melissa Ford.
0: Melissa Ford. Who else?
2: Oh, shit. Fucking
0: Nardwar. Oh, yeah, Nardwar. Can't forget Nardwar, man. That's my guy. I feel like Carmen Electra might also be from Canada. Don't just be throwing motherfuckers out there I making think she might Canadian be. if no, you I don't know. I think she might be. I think she might be. I'm not for sure on her, but everybody else I named 100%. She might be. Tristan Thompson. He from Toronto.
1: And y'all just out here acting like this man uh, ordered a hit or something?
0: Absolutely. Come on, man.
1: Uh, and DJ Drama is not one of those individuals. He's not, you know. We pretty much move like We come in the city, we go in the city, we get in and get out. So he's not out and about. So you know, I I, I, I doubt that that situation happened. But regardless, I hope that drama is okay and everybody's okay in that situation. Salute so to drama, and uh, I, I I I highly doubt Drake had anything to do with that. Them dudes just want to be down. They want they want. Yeah, that shit sounds stupid. But so. they made up though. Drama, remember drama and Drake made up. They but that's just, what I'm saying. But the guys shouted out Drake in correct. that video, like like, and in, 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 in if you're if you don't have common sense, you might watch that and think, "Oh, Drake told those to guys it. to go do that." If right. that indeed happened, and I hope you know? Drake there, uh, will reach out and, and get. I probably, if that chain I is I, stolen I, or chain
2: was taken,
0: I thought Drake and DJ, D.J. D.J. Drama cool though.
1: though. And you think Drake I think got that's to, so whack. I, I just think it's whack when people rob people. You know now, what I mean? Did they Drake just got say got that though? He can... Absolutely, Drake got it like that. Drake definitely got pulled to get a chain back. Absolutely, hands down. if anybody could get it down, it's Drake. Facts, I
2: believe. Bro, he literally got motherfuckers in Canada. He
1: can so, he can do that. The candidates crazy,
2: he got people yeah, in Canada. You know, Felons.
1: the It was like you know it was crazy. supposed to be there. These white celebrities. The baby they said, they said he got him in, in there. You, you ever hear Ben Affleck saying he has to check in? Yeah. Or Tom Brady saying they got to check in? No. Yeah. Ben Affleck be having to check in the Bronx all the time. He can't just go to the Bronx without really oh shit. No, <laughs> he can't go in the Bronx without calling J Lo. <laughs> shut up, man. He's Talk stupid as hell. dog. Now two chains talks about the one time his housekeeper was in his house.
0: Well. That's the DJ Drama
2: News. Well, shit. More, more drama, though. Actually, and it's actually fucking DJ Drama's artist.
0: Yeah. It's um... my I mean It's have been moving along so fast, though, but it's just like, yo, yeah, like, why are you beating up on DJ Drama? I don't think this shit is real. People on some fuck
2: shit, bro. If it is, though, that's, man, I hope you all right. That's some fuck shit. It's
0: DJ Drama. Why you beating up on DJ? DJ! Yeah, man. nah, really, though. That's DJ Khaled, my B. Gangsta Grills, Grills you bastards. bastards! Yeah, like, why you... Come on, man. Like, come on. <laughs> he gave us so many fire mixtapes. Right. And you gonna beat him up? you supposed to dap him up. It's crazy. Gangsta Grills, you it's bastards. crazy. But anyway, yeah, like, I'm right, moving along. His artist, Young Harlow young harlow uh jack getting fried on the internet for wearing a bonnet It's my guy he don't play as fuck up too bruh yeah but at the same time it's just like nobody in his camp that's what i was saying I told him it might not be a good idea for you as a white male and a white rapper i don't know why i don't that's what i'm saying to step outside in public at an event because i know he got a
2: black for somebody in his camp where there are a
0: bunch of cameras with the I wonder what
2: DJ drum DJ drum is probably laughing when he Probably
0: I'd be laughing if I was like Yo like Come on bro
2: You know he called him up laughing Was like yo know. You, can't, you know you can't, can't do that
0: Cause it's funny Like <laughs> It is funny. funny bro It's hilarious Let me find the video Here's the, here's the video Of course we gotta add
4: So Jack Harlow is facing cultural appropriation claims following headwear backlash. Hey, what's up? I'm A-Dub, and check this out. So Jack Harlow That's paid amazing. a visit to the Louisville City Football Club on Sunday, June 11th, where he snapped some photos with some young fans. Thanks for the support. At Jack Harlow, wrote the football club on Twitter, where it was revealed that Harlow was wearing a black silk bonnet. There were some fans who were very supportive of Jack Harlow's choice of wardrobe. I mean, it protects curls. He has curly hair, wrote one.
0: A black silk bonnet, not just the black bonnet <laughs> a silk bonnet a silky that's the, the auntie That's auntie man. status
4: fan, while another added <laughs> we will ignore it, we love a man that can take care of himself a third person couldn't understand all the resultant hoopla around his choice of headgear what's so bad about wearing a bonnet? wrote the fan, however the Who, was that a white Kays person was that said that? Call out Jack choice I don't of know, a probably bonnet, which is popular protective headgear for black women and has recently been the subject of much online discourse about the propriety of wearing it in public You know, I thought she was cool, at Jack Harlow, but this? Oh, I'm taking this as disrespect. I need you to take it off. Interestingly enough, no one is saying he's ghetto or looks a mess, but let it be a black woman. The jokes write themselves. But here are some more responses to Jack Harlow's latest fashion choice. Monique, get him. What is he protecting? (laughs) He saw the bonnets in public discourse and picked a side. Jack at the beauty supply store when he was looking for bonnets.
3: (laughs) Where's the news and the media?
4: Now, why would yeah. he be wearing, you know what, <laughs> never mind? But what do you really think about Jack Harlow choosing to wear a bonnet at this? Yeah, the person club? in the red got the same Let hair. Let your thoughts in the comments below. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and notification bell to stay up to date on all of our new videos. And
2: it's Yeah, as far as the cultural appropriation, that's where you drop the ball at. It's like one of those things that you got to really be careful about. And that's what's unfortunate about being white sometimes. Hey, so I was back to
0: the conversation you know, he- last time being a guest in the house of hip-hop yeah you bro just gotta got to know too comfortable over there mm-hmm. put on a bonnet i ain't gonna lie to you i'm kind of glad
2: that was that was it and hopefully just that's enough for him to know like all right i got i gotta like because he ain't really fucked up too much he ain't nah. really fucked up at all but it's just like you you can't do that you, <laughs> nah, you can't do that bro it's funny though it is funny i ain't gonna lie it's funny he just like goofy with it on right like, more so than anything it's like bro come on down. and it's like we know that no he doesn't never come off like he's trying to be anything. So it's like when he does it, it's more like you, you know, you you funny, but you can't do that. <laughs> like we we not doing that. You know what I'm saying? Um No, it's funny. Respectfully though, like, yeah, the
0: bonnet's <laughs> The bonnet's a no go. It's a no go, bro. Um, uh, moving along. We listen to Doughboy's new album what day was it two days ago yesterday, two days, yesterday. Ago. two days ago two days ago two days ago what's the name of the album bz the name of the album is bz normally we would show y'all the album cover but you know we're having technical difficulties at the moment so we listened to the album it's got about how many tracks on it, it was like 13 something like that it was a good amount. It was a good amount yeah i said what would you what would you grade out of, out of the out of 10 what would you give it um, probably. Uh, I'm thinking maybe like four. Yeah, I was about
2: to say four or five. Um, and I'm only saying that because it really hit as hard that Exactly, stuff. and I fuck with um Doughboy. He like Earn is actually the one who put me on Doughboy, and like. My introduction to him was like slaps, like his shit was hard body. I was like, all right. Like, to be honest with you, he doesn't, like, say a whole lot of anything different out of his catalog, but it's that energy and the production's fire. It was like this album, for some reason, bro, based off what I've heard from him, I'm not going to lie, he doesn't give me a whole lot of, of uh, diversity on his flow and the things he talks about. And I'm not going to say flow. I'm not going to say flow. He'd be having this with different flows. But the, the substance, he pretty much says the same thing. So I was expecting the same substance with the same type of vibe. But when I got this project, like, a lot of the beats were kind of, like, all over the place to me Um, versus the last project where it, it seemed like that shit was just bop after bop. All that last project, I felt like, was no skips. Am I tripping? that was like no skips that was the oh really I'm to think you don't that. even remember the shit that shit was like no skips i don't even remember, really remember what it was all man. I, gotta, I gotta look at the track list um but the point to all that is is like and here some of them some of them tracks was kind of like cringy to me and i and, and i don't want to say because t- like you
0: can't yeah, have that one you song. can't have an
2: opinion these days without people thinking that you're talking shit but yo like that j-lo read rendition that yes, was that weird. was the one
0: I was like uh that was weird. He man. sampled one song that it was just like it just sounded really really poppy, and he was talking about like running down on running my down voters. on people, and it just didn't sound right. It, yeah, it was weird. It was kind of like it kind of reminded me of the um who was Florida Florida rapper Young and Ace and um the uh who I smoke
2: that shit was fire. But I'm saying
0: though it kind of reminded me of that, but not executed yeah, it didn't ex- No, yeah exactly because that yeah that
2: was not because that shit was entertaining no and, and it was kind of like whoa like i don't know it, i hate even giving him such an, a bad rating on this album because i actually like dope boy but it's like it is what it is like I, I was disappointed in the album he got me on the first track where they sampled the bad boy with sean yeah that was tough and but even that beat was a little weird to me like i liked it but
0: it, it didn't beat, hit hard enough
2: yeah it didn't hit hard enough it was something off about the beat but i fucked with it because it had the sample in it um, I think that was like one track we fucked with with the Bone Thugs and shit. The Bone Thugs track that was the one. Yes, that was the hardest that one of the project. It off
0: from Ohio, so
2: right. That was the hardest track in my opinion off the whole project. And I thought Doughboy was from Atlanta at first, but and that's the last song of the album. Yep. Um, D also threw a little love song in there too, which is your typical uh industry label situation you know how they do it. they always make you throw a little love song that's very standard yeah so overall
0: i'll give it like a five out of ten yeah i'm gonna give it a four if and you I? uh want to be technical that's an f it is like a five is normally like you just trying to like be nice i guess yeah. but i mean like like yeah like technically if it doesn't get a a seven out of ten it's technically a non from a college standpoint you gotta retake that class. Shit. Yeah, I'm agreeing. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty fine with my five out of ten. That's me being nice.
2: Yeah, for that. Shouts out to Doughboy though. Yeah, it was executive produced by Future, and that's the thing too. Wait, like Future
0: executive produced
2: it. Yeah, which was weird because like you would think that it would hit so, so much, much harder, harder, right? Um, and it was crazy is uh, on the Joe Budden podcast. Uh, Ice was like you know, praising it like it was good. Of course, like, they're friends and shit. I'm not saying that they're biased, but... Oh, he's friends with Doughboy? Well, they, you know, there's friends of the... They're, like, guests of the pod and shit. Oh, uh, Doughboy no came on the podcast? Yeah, where where you been? I missed that one. Yeah, but anyway, um... Yeah, so, like, they're cool and shit, so it's, like, but I was thinking, well, damn, it's probably gonna go hard, because, you know, Ice, he, like, that type of shit he likes. But, like, yeah, nah, I was going off his opinion thinking that I was gonna enjoy it, too. I wasn't okay, really... Yeah, nah. I, really, I wasn't really feeling it.
0: Yeah. So.
2: Yeah, that's the only music review I got. We supposed to uh show that uh Key and Tony snow
0: for y'all, but I don't think the video's out yet. No, the video's not out. But they dropped a new song. Um I was really just looking at the name of the song. i mean It's called Is that the first track you playing? Nah, oh. but it's called Unique God. Uh they were teasing it on Instagram. I will show you the video on Instagram, but technical, te- technical, te- technical difficulties. difficulties. Yeah. Um Yeah, so it's in the jam sesh, though. So y'all you will hear it eventually. But yeah, they dropped a the new track. The video's pretty dope. They're like in a church. Having like a little church service, kind of. Kind of makes sense, though, because like Key, one of his little aliases, his aliases is Martin Luther Key. And Martin Luther King was a pastor, so, you know. I <laughs> guess it kind of makes sense. But yeah. That's pretty much it on the list of topics. Yes, indeed, smoke shd But one last reminder for y'all: if you have a dad out there, which you or somebody definitely a father, do, somebody even if like they're a not father, around, is like a father figure yeah. to you, even if your dad actually wasn't there. This weekend is Father's Day, so give him the day specifically. Let him know. Uh, Sunday, right? She, you don't even know. I believe it's Sunday. <laughs> Yes, yeah, indeed, Sunday. my peoples. Yeah. Father's Mother's Day, Day is, is
2: this Sunday. So like I know it's
0: not on a Saturday.
2: Please share your love and um yeah.
0: appreciation. Give your dad a card. To the father figures. Give him a tie. The dad ass, Cook for him. The papas. Do something nice for your dad. The poppies. You don't gotta give him a tie. That's cliche, but you know. They don't want no bitch ass tie. They don't. Get, if your dad, any- get your dad something that they, can, they can actually
2: use. And, if you, and can't, appreciate. if you can't get them nothing, let them know that they
0: raised a boss-ass motherfucker like you. Yeah, I was about to say, a fine young gentleman, but you know, you could be a lady, so. <laughs> There's that. But yeah. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there, depending on when this episode drops. Uh, but yeah, let's hop into the jam sesh. All right, the first song on the Jam Sesh. Damn, went to the wrong app. I just by default went to Apple Music, but the Jam Sesh is actually now on Spotify, so we can show you the artwork and listen to the music at the same time. The first song is "Love Lost" and it's by Reese LaFleur and Key and Slick. Before I play this track, whoever's running your clothing brand, Diva Reese. I still ain't got my merch yet. Whoa. And I want it. Tell out. about you ain't got no merch? No, I've ordered some stuff them and never gotten it. But there was this one order. I've been trying to get this order since 2020. Have you reached at out to At this point, I ain't getting it. I know I'm not getting it. I just like fucking with him now on, on the IG. ends at this point. Just DM him in my order number. And seeing if they're going to actually give it to me or not. Yeah. At that's... this point, I I know I'm not getting it, but... What
2: did you, you order? It was a sweatsuit. The whole set? Yeah. Wow! They were supposed to. They were supposed That's to. They why. were supposed
0: to. They were supposed to give me a T shirt, a, a hoodie, DM. and a hat. No, nah, I've been on their heads about it, and but they, they just ain't. They ain't contact you, back no nah, And hell of people, other people in the comments been like, "Yeah, I ordered stuff from them, and I ain't got it." And I'm like, "Yeah, like yeah, they gotta do. They gotta fix it." Y'all that. not getting it. So, but
2: so they just got your money though.
0: To the brand diva. that Ain't cool. Nah, man, it's it was some years ago at this point, so I've, already I've already, I've already I've already eaten it, but it's just like yo, yeah, like at this point every time i see people in the comments talking about they ordered something from them and they didn't get it i'm just like yo don't surprise me that's not surprising that's kind of disappointing reese it is very disappointing you got to get that together that's not cool like Shit it, you whack. could be you
2: could be busy but you taking our money though
0: that like, part i bought a whole sweatsuit my g
2: and it's like why are you not so somebody dropped the ball in inventory
0: yeah, they were like, oh, we got had inventory issues with the sweats. So I'm like, all right, so then Just refund, refund money. my money right. or give me the product and give me some product and replacement for what I ordered. Yeah, that's some fuck shit. Which is what y'all were supposed to do. I was supposed to get a hat, a hoodie, and a t-shirt. Yeah, that's some fuck shit. I got none of that. I got Nathan. I got Nathaniel. And you spent a little over a buck, huh? Spent definitely more, over a, more than over a buck. Right. And it was during the pandemic, too, which is even worse, so yeah anyway but that's
2: probably why the shit got mixed up
0: even more of a reason for them to rectify the situation facts totally so yeah there's that true um but yeah first track even though you did me dirty we still love you bro (laughs) reese laflair and key love lost all right y'all this brings us to the end of this episode we appreciate you rocking with us hit the like comment and subscribe buttons and share it with your peoples. Leave us some feedback. If you're looking for us, we're on the digital streaming platforms. But if you prefer to watch, check us out on YouTube at Earns World TV.
2: All music from the jam session is available on the playlist via Spotify and Apple Music. So hit the link in the description. But if you want to jam with us, hit YouTube. If you have any music you want to share, our DMs is open.
0: As always, we're your host, DJ Earn1. And if you. We'll see you next time. I'll be back.